0: Something I hope that every single person can understand about anger is three things. Number one, it can be used as a cover emotion, which means that if somebody is continuously getting set off into anger, that may have been more socially acceptable in their upbringing. Not only that, but it's also a cover. It kind of buoys a person out of things that are underneath that, like powerlessness, fear, shame. And so you can see why, I mean, if anger is available to you, you can see why that would be for a lot of people an easier place to hang out. Because even though it's on the spectrum of powerlessness, it's, it's, it's a little more active. It has a little bit more agency. So anger is partly can be a cover emotion, still valid, Right? Because in order for us to get to what's underneath it, we're going to have to acknowledge and validate and allow space for that cover emotion, which has been basically a protection mechanism that maybe saved this person's life. So that's one thing. The other side is that it can be like a mobilizing force. Like I was saying, how anger is active. And so it's, even though it's still negotiating with powerlessness, like, you know, because there's a fight, there's something that I have to defend, right? It's a boundary. Anger is also an indication that there's been a boundary violation and a boundary is nothing more than a sense of self. So something about your sense of self has just been violated. And so if it's not, if we're not dealing with the cover emotion side of it, and by the way, this can be very nuanced, then then we're dealing with it being a mobilizing force. <clears throat> and so what I mean by that is, maybe anger was not acceptable in a person's childhood maybe what was what they actually went into is more of a freeze or a collapse state when a person starts to these are people who who say oh you know i never i i guess i never really felt angry about that they're more prone to kind of collapse in on themselves or go into a state of self-hate or freeze when you can touch into anger within those systems. That's a really good thing. Another valid thing, we want to go, okay, the freeze and the collapse is valid. And so is this mobilizing force that's bringing a more active state of agency within the being. So anger is basically, for people who have been in collapse and freeze, it is a stage that you absolutely in most cases have to go through in order to fully establish the integrated power because all of that freeze is doing what it's freezing and locking up the survival energy and so you have to mobilize that survival energy which is what was missing in that case in order to get through to the state of you know, embodied power, safety, homeostasis. And it's also, in a sense, a mobilizing force, right, when it's keeping a person out of, when it's a cover emotion and it's keeping a person out of a state of fear, shame, or helplessness or powerlessness or defeat. And we still want to validate it in that case because in doing that and in softening and understanding what that protection mechanism is and that it is a protection mechanism, then it actually allows a person to integrate and sink into what was underneath that. So you see how there's like this interesting, depending on where you're at, you're, or even in moment to moment, right? You're using anger in a, or you're looking at anger even in a different way. Like in this moment, you know, I'm sure you've had a, a conversation or an argument with someone where suddenly you see this flare up of anger. Well, it, it is an indication that there might've been a boundary violation in that moment. But it could also be a, a safer emotional response for them to just automatically get angry versus getting vulnerable about what's underneath that anger and how that actually hurt them or that boundary violation is a, is a pain point for them. So we do you get what I'm saying? Like you can look at it like that in those moments. And then if you see somebody who's suddenly contacting this, this anger within themselves um, and they've been in such a state of collapse or powerlessness, then we really, really want to like embrace that and encourage that. And so I always make this joke. Oh, sorry, guys, there's like something in my eye. I'm not doing this video again. Uh, there's this saying, you know, within like a lot of the somatic experiencing practitioners where we congratulate people on their burping, we congratulate like these mobilizing forces and we encourage them because we know that moving through these things whether it's i need to move through the anger to go what's underneath it or i need to actually mobilize myself out of the state the the lower state of collapse and through the powerless into a state of agency we know that if your system is moving things in a in a direction that allows that discharge of energy that is coherence, and so I when I worked with Kathy Kane, who I absolutely love, she's very well known in the Somatic Experiencing community. I did my advanced one with her. I was very lucky to be able to do that, um, and she talks about how coherence traditionally, like if you just look up what the word coherence means, it's it's everything moving in a harmonically right in the same direction but also we think of like harmony when we think of coherence right but when we're talking about healing trauma coherence is also things suddenly uh, linking up that hadn't been able to link up and mobilizing and that's actually considered us heading towards greater coherence. so even though it may not look like that right it doesn't look like gonna gishka yet, it's, it's through navigating those different layers that we get to that. So yeah, I just wanted to explain that little piece about anger because it's understanding that has helped me a lot in how I interact with other people and myself. So have a wonderful day. I have a little bird situation going on here.